Hello, and welcome to a special edition of Culture Dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten, and I'm here with our friend Adam Papigan. Thank you for sitting in today. Oh, yeah, of course. So this is uh, this episode is actually kind of a good example of what we do usually on our Patreon. This normally would have been like a squirt, as we call it, where we kind of just like, you know, pick a topic and, and just go off of it. And we don't like necessarily go so deep, but... This is something that Adam and I went very deep on. Uh, when did we start this? A number of years ago. This was for an event that we were very excited about, but no one had any interest in. <laughs> I know. Story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> but we were very excited about this event. I think it would have been a great event. It was going to be great. And honestly, now, maybe. I don't think. I know. Still no? All no. Right. Well, it was called the Award Awards. And what it was going to be, it was going to be like a multimedia live event where we did an award show for award shows and so like all of their best moments like we had like categories like best kiss best interruption uh the eminem award for all of his moments he, he's always popping up on award shows yeah like it, when he performed with uh elton john when he was a homophobe yeah and it was like exactly and we'll get and we'll get to yeah. that because we have this major list because again adam and i worked for months putting all this together and then it just never happened but luckily we have it and how topical to discuss award shows in the midst of what is probably going to be hailed as in history as the most controversial award show moment of all time. The slap heard around the world. Yeah. That's what they're calling it. I know. <laughs> this is Hollywood, and this is the best they can come up with. This is like the the masters of the dream factory of fantasy. The slap heard around the world. Yeah. Well, it's like one of those classic, like the cliche of like, you can't write this. It's just like, yeah, they, no one thought yeah, that they were ever going to have yeah. to like come up with a tagline for your uh, uh, a presenter getting smacked in the face at, at the Oscars. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, okay, as if you've been living under a rock, folks. Yes, Will Smith stormed the stage, so to speak, uh, or casually strolled up to the stage, I should say, and slapped Chris Rock in the face for making a relatively light joke about his wife's haircut. Uh, but there, well, was know, more, there was more to it than that, but it's still a pretty tame joke in my opinion. It was a really bad joke, though. It's a reference from 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you need an, uh, just another example of how out of touch the Academy Awards are with just the general zeitgeist of of modern society, this is a joke about a movie from 20 years ago. Yeah, and was it even popular like, I remember... It was popular for the fact that she shaved her head. Right. So then again, so you have misogyny and sexism wrapped up in that from 20 years it's ago. It's a fully loaded reference, And dude. they're just going to trot it out one more time. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's bring it up. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And also, like, Jada Pinkett Smith has had, like, a hairstyle similar to this. Like, yes, I know that she has alopecia, which causes hair loss, but she's had very short haircuts in the past. Like, it wouldn't be crazy to, like, not know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, like Chris Rock didn't write that joke. He no, was he just, didn't. That's well, not a Chris Rock so, joke. So no. So th so a part of this, we could just jump right into it now. I, I will say, well, a, a a and with all these award show moments, you know, Will Smith did win an award for acting right after this. This could be fake. All of these award yes. show moments could be fake. So let's just put that out there now. Would Hollywood be able to come up with something this interesting? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> they're probably they're not that good, folks. Um, so there's that. But yeah, tension. I mean, they both have to shill for their white overlords at this stuffy event. Ugh. You know, like it. Like both both of them are put in a position where they just have to like do this dog and pony show. That was that was my whole thought too. When he went up to accept the award, I was like, wait, like he's like crying and stuff. And like I get it. Like people get emotional when they get awards, but like 
you're winning for best acting. Acting. Like, like you're the best person at pretending yeah. of the year. And we're supposed to believe anything coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's that, that aspect of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, it's a rotten institution, the Academy to begin with. Sure. Show business to begin with. So right. well, why are they important then? What, like, why are award shows important? I mean, obviously propaganda. This is part of the propaganda machine. These people are so over for this predatory, exploitive industry based on what's the first movie, Birth of a Nation. Right. Like, the From the yeah. get-go. D.W. Griffith. Yeah, it's it's glorifying the clan and stuff. And they're so overpaid. As for the easiest – I've been in a couple – I've been in one movie, a couple TV shows. I can tell you, folks, this is the easiest job in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking easy to act. Acting is so – Easy. Not everyone can do it, but if you can do it, it is easy. And they feed you all day, and you're so overpaid. And then now you need an award on top of this, and yes. you need the world to stop and pay attention to you. And give me a break. But there's also like a t- like tiers of different award shows. Like obviously the big ones. You have the Oscars, the very first Oscar award. And again, we're peppering in light research here. I'm not going. We're not going full hog on here. But the very first Oscar awards. That's in 1929. Yeah. Uh, the first Emmys was in 1949. The Tonys, which uh, probably takes the most talent to win one out of all of them, I would say that for 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 theater. Uh, 1947, and then the first. Grammy Awards for music is 1959. So they're all around they're relatively recent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, and in the TV age, pretty much all of them. Yeah. In the Oscars, I mean, be, being first. But yeah, I mean, most of these award shows weren't televised for the first several that, mm-hmm. that they did. It was it was only probably when once they started doing the Emmys, the TV awards, that's probably when they started televising the rest because it just it just made sense. But I mean. Yes, the award shows in general are just kind of old hat at this time. Like by this point, like no one really takes so them cliche. Ser- like, entertainers and people that like are in the world don't necessarily take it seriously. It's like you're either not big enough to be involved and to even care at all, or you're so big that you have to just go through the motions as you go. Like and, when you go to them, and then there's all these second tier award shows, like the American Music Awards. Yes, and um, well, uh, that's where the beauty of award shows lie. The, like the Golden Globes, uh, we, we've all, we've yeah. discussed uh, several times, is like kind of the best because you're allowed to drink. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the whole that's the difference. Like they're the, racist too, though. Remember, NBC won't show the Golden Globes anymore. Oh my like, god! Like there are that's already done. Everything's done, and we, we actually had a list of uh, like we, we were gonna in, uh, at the event, the award awards. We were gonna do an in memoriam segment, how they always <laughs> show the passed away, you know, talents. But we were gonna do it for award shows that don't exist. Mm-hmm. How cool are some of these? The sci-fi awards. That was the one where William Shatner did the Rocket Man performance, right? Which famous. is one, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play a little bit of that right here. Packed my bags last night, pre-flight, zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm going to be high. As a kite by then. Miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely. Out in space. On such a dying planet. 
watch town brings me back again to find I'm not the man they think I am back home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man. But then there's the Billboard Awards, which, yeah, could take it or leave it. There was the Blockbuster Awards, uh, Cable Ace Awards, American Television Awards, Family Television Awards. Like, who's watching this shit? Well, no one. That's why they're not around. Which was the one where they gave you a surfboard if you won? Teen Choice Awards. There's the Teen that's Choice still Awards. still around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the, and, and the Nick Nick Kids Awards or whatever, Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. MTV Movie Awards and uh, MTV Video Music Awards. Those still happen somehow. It's like, I, and again, no one has cable anymore. So it's like, especially people young enough to like want to watch the MTV awards. So it's just a bizarre cash grab ad placement like mm-hmm. deal. That's all, that's all it is. It's an event that they can make and sell ads around it. Yeah, that's all it is. Right. But it, that stuff used to be fucking awesome. Like the VMAs were a big deal. That's one where I'm convinced all of those shocking moments were faked. Because yeah. every year MTV would trot out the special most shocking moments on the VMAs. Yeah, and every single time it's like Rose McGowan's butt, and then like the guy from Rage Against the Machine climbing a tower. Yeah, they told him to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's all ridiculous. Um, but you know, so some stuff happens like like the Nicki Minaj Miley Cyrus beef that they had. That seemed pretty real when uh, Nicki Minaj is accepting a, a VMA and she says something like, "Because we all know how people talk about each other in the press, huh, Miley?" Like, and like everyone got really kind of awkward for a second. Well, this is a great example of why celebrities usually aren't allowed off the leash like that to just talk free is because they say stupid things. Because they're they, people. They hit each other. And yeah. Yeah. Because they're shatters, human beings. Yeah. Uh, oh, one of the best. Well, the Vibe Awards is a really good one, too, uh, that, that used to. And the Source Awards. The hip hop ones. Yeah. The yeah. Source Awards. I mean, the 1995 Source Awards is totally worth youtubing because that's when you had like wu-tang clan play biggie played fucking dr dre and snoop dogg like everyone that's now considered like the mount rushmore of rap performed at this shit and then that's also considered to be the moment that the east coast west coast beef like erupted because suge knight went up there and talked shit on bad boy records and then blah 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 and then now two of the most legendary uh, rappers ever are dead because of that so it all you know thank you source awards for uh, that great yeah. piece of music history they still publish source magazine put it on was that was it source magazine yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah that that was all the until rolling stone kind of like acquired uh rap and then mm-hmm. like just made everything else like all their music publications kind of moot at that point and now it's kind of still the only one that's like still around at, in magazine form but there's also like we, we started this out talking about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. There was other fights. Like I mentioned the Nikki and Miley thing. That's not really a fight, but Ron Wood, remember he had <laughs> someone like a, a drunken heckler got on stage. Isn't that right? Wasn't it another rocker or something? I forgot about that one. It was at like the British Music Awards. Yeah, so we that, didn't get this one here. And, and that's like an on stage, like fucking like problem. And then there's a vibe awards, uh, that took place. I, I'm trying to think of when the vibe awards brawl was, but it was a legendary. Yeah. First thing you type in vibe awards fight 2004 chairs are flying around. Like there's a tornado in the building. Tables are getting flipped. Like it's amazing. No one was shot. They must've had great metal detectors. 
And Snoop Dogg was calling for peace, I think. He's upstage, right? Yeah, which yeah, is uh, up on stage, interesting yeah. considering that 19, like almost 10 years before at the Source Awards, he was like... He went along on a drive-by. It, well, well, yeah, yes, that. that yeah. <laughs> but at the Source Awards, where, where all, all the beef I'm happened, innocent. he Another tried great. to quell that too. But he quelled it like, this is when Snoop Dogg was like scary. And so he was just like, you don't love us? Why don't you love us? And it's like scary. But this one, he's just like, guys, please. Like, everyone needs to calm down. But, yeah, gigantic brawl. That's, for my money, the best award show fight. But, uh, you know, there's a bunch. We had Best Dressed. That's always an award show cliche. Who are you wearing? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I feel like I'm just never shocked or impressed anymore. Like, the new thing now that young actors are doing is, like, no shirt underneath their blazer. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Timothy Chalamet or whatever. He, he, he rocked that. And, like, a couple dudes at the Grammys do that. I'm like, uh, whatever. It's like, show some, put on a shirt. You couldn't be bothered. To put a shirt on, even a mesh one. But, uh, like, when I think best dressed, it obviously goes, like I mentioned, the VMAs with Marilyn Manson, Boo, and uh, Rose McGowan in, in her famous, like, nothing outfit. But then you had Bjork. Oh, the swan dress, yeah. The, and, the, and the meat dress. The Lady Gaga's meat dress, later. which she still gets asked about. I love that. She's now, like, Academy Award winning actress and, you know, like one of the most decorated, you know, entertainers of, of our era. And people are still like, so that dress made a meat, huh? <laughs> like now, <laughs> like to ask that. But then, of course, the the best is, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Absolutely. Stone. Yeah, showing up to the Oscars on acid. Like, th that's an example of, like, what every cool, like, entertainer, like, imagines themselves doing if they ever got to go to the Oscars. Yeah, they're all such... You know, as, as much as like we, we like to think that celebrities like em, will embody some sort of counterculture or some sort of like alternative to our boring lives where we're controlled by our, our bosses and, and elites and stuff, they're just part of the system too, most of them at the end of the day. Yeah, we just know who they are. I mean, I remember when um, this just this past year, Billie Eilish and, and Phineas were on um, Howard Stern when they got the announcement that they were getting Golden Globes. And they were like, oh, that's awesome. We love the Hollywood Foreign Press or whatever. And it's like, no, this is a stupid organization. They have 70 members. They're easy to bribe. Like, yeah. you just, and you're still shilling for them. You're on Howard Stern. This is the guy who's like the real guy. And you're all yeah, just – even Howard is like – yeah, even, even Fart Man is like, <laughs> isn't that great, guys? Yeah, and also it's like I feel like – I mean I can't even imagine what it's like to be nominated. It's just an honor to be nominated, <laughs> as, as they say. But it's got to be crazy. But I feel like if you're famous to a certain point, like a Billie Eilish, you're, like, you're just like, yeah, I'm going to win like every award this year. Mm -hmm. And you just know. And it's like, okay, so if I won the Grammy for Best Album, then like – like, and I did a song for a movie, that's going to win the Oscar. Yeah. Like no doubt. Like no one like no one that pulls an obscure singer-songwriter out of retirement to pen a beautiful fucking song about sunsets over like the Wyoming sky is going to win. <laughs> you no, know? it, it's not. It's not how that goes. It's going to be whoever did the James Bond theme that year. Yeah, it, it, it's fucking completely out of control. Um, but well, I want to get into just like some classic interruptions because the Will Smith slap. I don't even know if I would consider it an interruption because it kind of just kept going, you know, but. As, I would consider that's an interruption. Yeah, it's an interruption. Now, it's not as good of an interruption as when Kanye yes. jumped up on stage. Kanye and Taylor Swift. Which they totally told him to do that. It, well, it's the I, most suggestible I, people it, in entertainment. Yes. I either think that it's like, like they were like, hey, like you should go up and say something. Or just like no one stopped him. And they're just like, no, 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 no. Like let, like, let him let him through. Let him through. Whatever he's going to say, mm -hmm. it's going to be crazy. Because we all know that if you give Kanye a hot mic, 
<laughs> something you're gonna get some gold. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's good for two things: platinum records and golden uh, blooper moments. But yeah, that that was a big one. But my favorite interruption is Soy Bomb. Oh yeah, and I mentioned this on Ryan's report. It was at the 1998 Grammys. And Bob Dylan is performing, and this is Bob Dylan in 1998, so he's kind of just like this. And... But he's on. Bob Dylan is on a, a comeback. Is in a late career resurgence at this point. Right. Time out of mind and love and theft era. And, working and, with Daniel Lenoir, the YouTube producer. Yeah, and, and you know he's a fairly you know private guy at that point in time. He wasn't he wasn't the typical person you would see coming up onto an award show. So they right. bring him back. It's a huge deal. And this fucking crazy interpretive dancer shirtless with the word soy bomb painted on his chest starts dancing all around. And like there's gotta be a moment where that one really seemed like okay, this was planned. Like or like this is part of the show. He had an interpretive dancer. But then you kind of like if you really look at Bob Dylan's face, he's like like, did I not know about this? Like, like he's kind of getting a kick out of it though. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bomb, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like the craziest one. I'm going to post that video uh, to, to the Patreon, but you know, th- th- not an interruption, but a great acceptance moment is Marlon Brando in 1973. This, I feel like was one of the most controversial because no one fucked with the Oscars up mm-hmm. until that point. So when Marlon Brando wins best actor for Godfather, he declines to to attend and to receive his Oscar. Instead, he sends a Native American woman up in full regalia uh, in order to spread the message of, you know, how their land was taken. And we need to, you know, support the charities that support the tribes of, the, of this land. And uh, Marlon Brando is re- refuses to get the word. Everyone is just like, what the fuck is this? And because she's in full traditional Native American wear, I'm sure there was tons of people that are like, oh, this is a bit. Like, no one addresses like that. There's an audible boo at the beginning, too, when she gets up there. So it was like, boo. The winner is... Marlon Brando in The Godfather. Accepting the award for Marlon Brando and The Godfather, Miss Shasheen Littlefeather. My name is Sasheen Littlefeather. I'm Apache, and I'm president of the National Native American Affirmative Image Committee. I'm representing Marlon Brando this evening, and he has asked me to tell you in a very long speech, which I cannot share with you presently because of time, but I will be glad to share with the press afterwards that he very regretfully cannot accept this very generous award. And the reasons for this being are the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry. Excuse me. Canceled. Yeah. Yeah, whoever that boo was, yeah. not not a good luck. Maybe not in 1973. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one, no one gave a shit. Like, people were mad at Marlon Brando. Like, how yeah. fucking dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Dare you besmirch the Oscars? Yes, exactly. Well, okay, so that's 1973. That's when the downturn starts because just the next year in 74 at the Oscars, that's when you have the uh, the streaker. 
<laughs> that guy was good too. A literal naked man running across the stage during the televised Oscars. It like that is a streaking is always hilarious. So is mooning. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't consider it to be like a perverse thing. It is a total joke, especially if it's a dude because dudes naked are just hilarious. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Dick flopping around. This is a lot of yeah. stuff going on, you know. And uh, yeah, and like I the guy said something like, "Oh, I wouldn't have uh, come on up stage." You know, equipped like that. He made some joke like the guy's dick wasn't big enough to be a streaker. But that's when it really starts, like, downturning. Uh, But I'm going to have to get into this. This is going to be a side thing for Patreon as well. It turns out that the guy, Robert Opal, that was the streaker, he's murdered. Oh. So there's a lot to this. This is a documentary waiting to happen. Yeah. This is like Netflix, like, eight-parter, like, the the, (laughs) the streaker murder. Yeah, exactly. But you mentioned uh, Elton John and Eminem. That is an example of an iconic award show moment that's not necessarily like it's goofy for sure, but it was like considered to be very important. And that was 2001. And what I love about that moment is like Eminem now dresses like someone who's a very successful musician who takes himself very seriously. Eminem at the 2001 Grammys was dressed like a kid that would try and bum a cigarette off of you at the mall. <laughs> and Elton John. Giant white t-shirt. Yeah, just a big fucking baggy everything with an upside down crooked visor. Ugh. Like he's going to, like he's an MTV VJ at spring break, like, and he's going to regret this outfit for the rest of his life. And then Elton John is Elton John. He's wearing like a pink polka dot suit, you know, with the whole thing. And he does the Dido bit. And I, I feel like it's very shocking. I'm going to play some of the audio right here. But she's gone cold and wondering why I got out of bed at all The morning rain dropped up my window Oh, I can't see it all And even if I could, it would all be great But your picture on my wall It reminds me that it's not so bad Not so bad Like, he doesn't sound like Dido it's like, but he's gone cold a mundane way. Like, it, it's like a whole next level. And then they hug. And that was considered to be like, like, oh, I, that, that's all it took back in the day to get uncanceled. Yeah. You, you just like hug a gay guy. <laughs> Even it, like Eminem's music f- from back then that I was listening to when I was 10 that I won, yeah, that I won on K-Rock and they mailed to my house <laughs> a song about like exactly how he was going to kill his wife. Yeah. And where he was going to hide the body and like. The kind of knife he was going to use and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, like, hearing it while it's happening. That song would scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. It's horrifying. It's so, <laughs> like, inappropriate for anyone to be doing. But then also it's being, like, pushed to, like, children on, like, rock radio yeah. and MTV and stuff. is like, oh, no, he's the white rapper. It's okay. It's yeah, okay. It, he's the white rapper. It's terrifying. It, it, it's, like, scarier. Yeah, I don't know if it's because in yeah. most slasher flicks the bad guy is, like, a white guy. So, like, there's, like, a disconnect that people are like, oh, yeah, like, ooh, scary. But, like, yeah, no, he was just I, insanely controversial. It's so weird to think back because now, yeah, he plays at the Super Bowl. Back then, it was, like, picketing at every concert. Like, him playing at the Grammys not only was, like, oh, he's playing with Elton John crazy because he said, like, you know. He says the F word. Yeah, the, he says slurs, The other F word yeah. in every single song. The other F word. There's yeah, two. we say There's fuck two. on this show. Okay, yeah. Yeah, when you say the F word, we know what you're talking about because we okay. say fuck. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, like, but the song Stan alone is not really Grammy, like, 
friendly it's stuff. Song. It's a horrible a, song. A too. crazed fan that like ties up his pregnant girlfriend and crashes into a river With at the, the end. The pin scribbling sound effects on the yeah. song. <laughs> Dia Slim. Yeah, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend and I will. Uh, we enjoyed uh, performing that song at karaoke, <laughs> and we always had to flip a coin. Like, okay, who's Stan? Who's Eminem? And usually either of us can do it, but if one of us is just like one drink over. Like the whole song falls apart, and then we're just like the weird couple trying to do Stan in a crowded bar, and it's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Eminem is horrible, horrible person. And it turns out the picketing was similar with Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah, the instincts were right on. Yeah, and Marilyn Manson. I mean, like every time he was at an award show, I feel like ever like all eyes were on him because it's just like, oh, he's wearing a suit, or like. Is he going to kill someone? Like, it was this weird thing. No one's controversial like that anymore. Like, you know, like everyone shows up to award shows, the men especially, dressed fucking completely outrageously, no shirts on at the Oscars, and no one bats an eye. Back in the day, it w- like no one dressed differently at the Oscars. You had to wear a tuxedo, and that was it. And I, again, I really feel like that got broken down with Matt Stone and Trey Parker. They were mm-hmm. just like, fuck that. We're showing up on acid in gowns. And uh, your whole night now is about us. It's kind of like what Will Smith did. Like mm-hmm. your whole special night is now just about me. Yeah. No one cares about best picture. They care that I won best actor after I hit someone in the face. Yeah. Speaking of best picture, uh, this is perhaps one of the biggest fuck ups in award show history. 2017. This is Oscars. my favorite one. Yeah. What happened? They. Okay. All you have to do is hand an envelope <laughs> to someone who just re- who two seasoned actors whose all they do is just repeat what other people have told them to say. It's on the like, paper. Yeah, all you have to do is hand them the correct envelope. There's only sixteen or whatever all night. They hand them wrong envelope. They for some reason had two for best actor and only the and not the one for best picture. So they gave the award to La La Land when it was right. supposed to go to Moonlight. And the guy gets almost through his speech. <laughs> it's oh, it's so cringy. I love it. And like he's like, wait, there's been a mistake. Yeah. The award goes to Moonlight. I'm sorry. No. There's a mistake. There's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. Moonlight. Best picture. Which, yeah, which kind of like, again, that there was a lot of controversy over whether that was staged because it's like, I mean, it goes back to Brokeback Mountain, right? In, in 2006, I think it was up for the award or 2005, but Brokeback Mountain was slaying at the Oscars, but then it gets to best picture. And it goes to crash. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, the Oscars just weren't ready for a movie about, like, two gay men. And Moonlight, which is about, like, gay men and gay men of color at that, like, they thought that, oh, let's take the whitest movie, trick everyone into La La Land, (laughs) trick everyone into thinking that one, and then we'll we'll be like, no, the true colors of the Oscar are actually that Moonlight one, a movie that you definitely weren't thinking was going to win because of our track history. It almost Mm. seemed like a pandering-esque thing. Yeah. But it also was just a fuck-up. Yeah. Like, how do you fuck that up, though? Like, like, is there, like, decoy they, Ryan, envelopes? they were uncomfortable that there were so many black people in the awards. It, <laughs> it threw them off. 
There was a whole there was a whole cast and crew for Moonlight there. Exactly. And well, they're just not used to that also, at, the, at the, uh, the Academy. That same year, wasn't that the year that Steve Harvey announced the wrong winner of Miss Universe? Yeah, that was cool too. Yeah, and it's like he was just dude, when this La La Land shit happened, he was probably like, Woo, like, thank God. Like, he tweeted no. he was like, Warren Beatty, call me. Yeah. <laughs> He's funny. Steve Harvey is good. Steve Harvey's good. Steve oh. Harvey is good. We're we're talking a lot of trash about celebrities today. Yeah, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is good. <laughs> yeah, except for his uh, you know, opinions about a woman's place in the household and okay, things like yeah, that. Right. And, they're uh, they're all but, hey, 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 but, hey, Family Feud, fantastic show. Um, now, we, we there is an episode of Culture Dumps that was completely dedicated to an award show moment, and that's the Grammys when Jethro Tull won for Best Hard Rock uh, slash Alternative Album over Metallica, which was like a huge upset. And the story behind that, if you guys remember, was that during the rehearsal, Alice Cooper and Lita Ford go out and they're given like a rehearsal envelope and they open it and it says Jethro Tull and they're like, oh, this is obviously like a goof, like just for the rehearsal. Ha ha. And then when he opens it, he hesitates to read it during the actual show for a second because he's like, oh, fuck. Did I take the rehearsal one with me? <laughs> and then it, hit, it dawns on them. No, Jethro Tull actually won over Metallica, over Jane's Addiction, over Iggy Pop and over ACDC <laughs> for hard rock. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that is just like some of the craziest shit. But yeah, I just wanted to like get all these out on one episode because so many of these moments could be their own dump but when there's this many and award shows happen every fucking year it's just no use we might as well just jam them all together and they uh they're very fleeting everyone talks about it for a second and then it's you know yeah because there's going to be another one next year mm -hmm. and nothing's relevant like i always am fascinated by the just best picture you know because best picture to me it's like that should be like every movie that wins best picture should be the most famous movie ever and they're not like mm -hmm. people often forget about them. Like, and I know that the one uh, that won best picture this year is, is uh, has like an all deaf cast or mostly deaf cast. And I mean, that that's entirely impressive. Unfortunately, not that many people are going to watch it. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm trying to think some of the zero dark 30 was a winner. It was an upset winner a couple years ago. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's the, it's the remnants of a once, uh, once very powerful industry that's showing its, its age and, uh, right. Inflexibility to change. Oh, and the, and the shit that you want to win never does like the, the, when South Park was up for best original song and they had this amazing musical number that Robin Williams performed or, uh, 1997 when, uh, Elliot Smith goes up to play Miss Misery, you know, for Goodwill Hunting. And it's one of the most beautiful live performances in award show history, if not history, and he loses to Celine Dion doing the song from Titanic, mm -hmm. uh, obviously. And they had like fog and everything and like a whole setup on stage. And he was just there with his guitar. But then there's moments like three, six mafia when they're up for an Academy award for hustle and flow, or it's hard out here for yeah. a pimp. Mm -hmm. What was the song? And everyone's just like, no way is that going to win? Sure enough, next thing you know, they're on Oprah with their Academy Award. Dude, for a year, they brought those Oscars with them everywhere they went. I would, too. <laughs> yeah. You wrestled one away from the man. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And Proud then I, 
did lose yourself for Eminem win before that? I, th I think it did. But that kind of opened the gates for, oh, we can have, like, rap can win now. But there wasn't, like, a song as poignant as Lose Yourself that year. So instead, they got hard out here for a pimp, and they just threw the Oscars in. 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> Triple six Mafia, okay? Yeah. Like, out of fucking control. Slob on my knob, like <laughs> corn on the cob. Uh, didn't beautiful. win any awards for that one. But hard out here for a pimp. They won the award. It's just it's it's just fucking crazy to me. All all these things. They're so like you said, they're out of touch, but like you always say, Adam, Hollywood history is world history. So if someone in Hollywood's gonna get an award, we better show it all over the fucking planet. Yeah, and you know, we don't really view celebrities as people. So then when they do something that's not perfect, it gives us all a chance to kind of um imagine if, if we were what we would do in that situation or or it it, it it acts as a sort of a, uh, a conduit to talk about things, you know, cultural stuff, you know, like like defending a woman's honor. Like, is that still a thing? Like, do you still need to do that? Right. It's and misogynistic, it's like, right? It's if like, she was that mad, she could have stood up and did it. Yeah. Like, right? If she was really, like, he has to get up. And well, also, and like, you know, I don't want to go, I'm not going to fucking tread, you know, too deep into this, but... If you remember in 2016, Jada was the spearhead of the boycotting of the Oscars, the hashtag Oscars so white, claiming, you know, major lack of diversity, which is true, you know, in the award shows and, and the films that are even considered and blah, blah, blah. And, and we're, you know, I encourage all actors of color and people that support us to boycott the, the Oscar awards this year. Well, Flash forward now, her husband's nominated for an award. We've seemed to have made some strides, and uh, she shows up, and what fucking happens? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he slaps someone in the fucking face. Yeah. It's just like, dude, you should have just stayed home. You yeah, know? keep boycotting. Yeah, just keep boycotting it. No one got slapped the year that you boycotted it, but the year you come back. So, I, <laughs> you know. I would love if the Oscars ended someday. If they just decided they stopped televising them, people stopped watching it. Yeah. I would just love to see it fall. I mean, I feel like we're just we're on the way to movies being just categorized by the money they make, which is essentially kind of like, yes, the Oscars, they definitely recognize some films that weren't like box office smashes. But like, you know, that the only movies that the bigwigs care about are the box office smashes. So pretty soon, like the Oscars are just going to be based on money. And every movie that wins is Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and that's all people want. Be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, why do we need all this stuff? And we need to bring back the sci-fi awards. We do. There's going to mm -hmm. be the streamies. Like, that's going to be a thing. Streaming service awards. Because I don't I don't like Netflix and Hulu and all these companies getting representation at the at the Emmys. I feel like they should have their own thing. Because they can do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Like, they can pay for their own shit. They have their own studios. Like, there isn't a boy with a dream pitching a show that has to be network friendly. You know, and then going through the whole process. But I mean, it's still the style of it's in the style of television. Yeah, but and that's know, where people are accessing it. Yeah, but they don't have to have like a they don't. I don't know. I, I just feel like they have an, an edge because you can like right now on streaming services, we're going through like a penis renaissance, I call it, where they're just showing male nudity in like every <laughs> show. And they're allowed to like do whatever they want because they don't have to abide by the same rules and regulations, standards and practices as, say, a network show. Yeah. And for that, I feel like that kind of shit deserves an award to have average like the top advertisers like fending for a position on your show like that really shows something as opposed to like everyone heard this show is fucked up everyone has netflix or someone's netflix password everyone can see this 50 million people saw it it must be good give it yeah. an emmy it's not the same i, I agree i would i would agree with that what you about know? the razzies 
Now the Razzies is something That's that good. I one hundred percent wish was televised, and it's yeah. not. It's like the it's like the real Friars Club, like how they do roasts for like big celebrities that aren't televised, mm-hmm. and that's where like the really bad jokes are, mm-hmm. and like people really respect it. Like that's the shit that should be on TV. Like for instance, at the Friars Club, that's when Ted Danson was in blackface. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. Like, but uh, and like they did a roast of Guy Fieri, but he it was too good. You know, he he's too good for the Comedy Central roast, so they had the the secret society one. <laughs> but the Razzies are what? It's the bad movie. Award. Yeah, the worst movies. Yeah, which I'm infinitely more interested in. Of course, and like like we talked about this on our uh, on our Bo Derek episode. She's like one of the most decorated women in Razzies history. <laughs> saying like Sylvester Stallone has won more Razzies than any other man. But uh, Parks pointed out that sometimes, and I I don't have an example in front of me, but sometimes someone will win an Oscar but also a Razzie. <laughs> and, and that's when it calls into question like you know because I believe the Razzies. I don't think the Razzies have ever made a mistake. Yeah, they're not political. No. No, it's strictly just like people that like movies and enjoy cinema watching this like objectively, you know, as opposed to the Oscars where it's like, okay, here's the list of the ones that we have to pick from. And like, it would look really good if this did this. And, and I also don't like that the people that vote on who wins the Oscars are part of the Academy. And like, those are the people that win the awards too, you know? So it's all crooked. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crooked and it's just part of their propaganda machine to make us think that film is this magical dream factory where they give, they give that stupid speech. Every Oscars right. film has the power to make us laugh, to make us cry. To yes. Make us feel. <laughs> Here are the nominees for best costume, you know, like whatever yeah, it's music can do. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing, but uh, it is horrible jokes and uh, just put it to bed. Just let it, the worst one at this year's Oscars was um, Samuel L. Jackson going up with John Travolta and Uma Thurman, and they're doing like very, very half-hearted like renditions of their famous Pulp Fiction dance. And Samuel L. Jackson's like, sometimes the character never leaves the person's life. Sometimes it's all they're known for, and they're like doing their little dance. It's like, fuck, man! Like, how do you convince an A-list actor to fucking do something so fucking embarrassing as to like toot around doing this dance you did forever ago and not even do it good? Because they're 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 buying into this system too, where the academy is this magical thing that you have to meet their approval, and Ugh. it's just rich people awarding themselves, and, yeah, and, and and patting themselves on the back. Annual pat on the back. Really, fest. really. Let me stress this again: easy work. This is so <laughs> fucking easy what they do. Yeah, it's the easiest thing in the world. They pretend. Go go dig a ditch. Let me see the Academy Awards for ditch digging. Yeah. For for frontline working. Yeah, we need for, we need average Joe awards. Yeah, like we need the real Oscars, like for like a like a guy named Oscar, like, <laughs> like you know, and it's just like, oh yeah, like he fucking put in a hell of a week today at the warehouse. Like yeah, yeah. he worked sixty hours. Okay, there's a um, you know the comedian Stephen Fry, the British mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, he had a great show where he visited all fifty states and would do really obscure things. And one of the things he does, I forgot what state it was in, but he goes to the factory where they make the Oscar awards. It is a mm-hmm. fucking sweatshop. Mm-hmm. It is about the size of the room we're in right now, which is I'm being generous, like fifteen by ten or something. You know what I mean? Like it is very small. There's about ten people that work there, and they're just like pumping these things out, dipping them in the like smoldering hot liquids and all that. And and like they're just so cheap. Like I just read that a, a Grammy costs about fifteen dollars to produce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's like these mean fucking nothing, dude. And like just like you could I'm sure there's a documentary out there, and if there isn't, there should be one where it follows like, okay, here's the raw materials to make an award. Let's follow it up until it goes into the hand of whoever wins it. And you'll just see like 
the spectrum of lifestyles within the country, mm-hmm. you know, from like the lowest fucking paid, probably unappreciated sweatshop working, like metal pouring statue maker all the way up to the most powerful people in entertainment. Yeah. And it's all connected by this one bullshit piece of fucking trash. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's out of fucking control. Um, back to the Razzies really quick. Um, I wanted to double check this. Cause there's another thing parks mentioned Halle Berry when she won for Catwoman. She went and accepted it herself. Good for her. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, and everyone was like fucking amped. Like she was in on the on the goof. Like she, like, inst- I, I can almost guarantee you she was never up for another Razzie again after that. She's too cool. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she might show up. Like, be, can you imagine if you won like six she, Razzies and you kept going to get them? She <laughs> won an, an Oscar at one point. Yeah, she won she, for Monsters Ball. I think. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, Monster. She's, she's one of the most famous actresses in the world. Monster, Monsters Ball, Monster Ball, Monsters Ball. Monsters, the one about is the... it Monster Ball, uh, Lady Gaga's album? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm out of my wheelhouse here. Yeah. <laughs> Too much entertainment. Yeah, exactly. I'm just constantly. We can only consuming. cover so much, folks. Yeah, I'm, I'm constantly consuming. I mean, we we covered a lot in this. Yeah, reveals. Yeah, she, oh, it, she accepted the award, the Razzie Award in person. And everyone loved it, and she took it home and burned it. <laughs> she said, "Why?" <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like. The Razzies are the last televisable award show. List of people who have accepted Golden Razzie Award. Uh, there's other people that that have picked them up too, but Halle Berry's definitely the uh, the most like like Tom Green picked one up. Mm. Like oh, Freddie got fingered. Yeah, which deserves an Oscar, not a Razzie. Yeah, I, there's. I think there there is something to be said. I remember when Freddie got fingered came out, it received zero stars. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's something to be said for making something that objectionable. We've had Freddie got fingered uh, suggested to us for a dump, but it's like I just like it too much, so I'm like, eh, it's not. I, I can't put that in dump territory in good faith. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Dude, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it helps if you watch the movie under like a mind altering substance, but uh, I like which the last time I did that and watched Freddie got fingered, I realized he wrote himself to be like an American hero that starts in the basement of his folks house, travels across the country only to have his dreams shattered. And then he meets the perfect woman who's a doctor, rocket scientist, sex addict. Like, so it's like this, like I like, and very pretty. And then he, you know, gets kidnapped by terrorists and he becomes this American hero with his father. And it reconnects the relationship that was broken. This is like a heavy movie. (laughs) It's just peppered with daddy. Would you like some sausage and cheese sandwich? <laughs> and going inside of roadkill and yeah. uh, swinging a baby around a hospital room by its umbilical cord, <laughs> uh, and a little kid getting smashed in the face every single time they get a shot to do that. My favorite scene is when Harlan Williams drops in on the ramp, like a skate ramp that they had spent like a whole summer building, and tears his leg open <laughs> with, on a nail. And the dad comes out. It's a whole. You got a Freddie got fingered, folks. You've seen it. I know you've seen it if you listen to this show. I think it wins the Culture Dump Award. Yes, yeah, the Dumpies. The Dumpies, yeah. yeah. Oh, and like one last honorable mention for award shows that I found out still happen. And if you have the Peacock app, you can watch past ones, and they are a hoot. The Slammies, which is the WWE awards, yeah. the, the wrestling ones. And those, much like with everything in WWF or WWE, it is all fake. So, like, there's, there's one where it's like, oh, I'm going to throw them through the fucking catering table. And there's, like, a catering table that's, like, got – 
all sorts of, you know, like uh, the burners and things and the heating trays and all that. But then there's another one that's just like giant cakes. <laughs> Which one do you think the guy's going to get smashed through? <laughs> and it's like, and why was there like seven wedding cakes at this award show? <laughs> you know, and like all the guys that usually show up in tuxedos that are like sleeveless <laughs> and stuff. It's fucking awesome, dude. The slammies. And uh, yeah, I mean, WWE used to do so much more shit on TV than uh, than they should have been able to get away with. Like Macho Man's wedding was on TV and Jake the Snake ruined it by bringing him a cobra in a box like slammies, folks. Mm-hmm. That last uh, honorable mention for award shows. But I think that's going to do it. Uh, again, this is kind of like your sneak peek at what we do over on Patreon. Uh, we also have other shows like DocuDumps where we review our favorite documentaries. Uh, I'm starting to do Ryan's Report once a week where I just talk about things going on with me, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and the world. <laughs> Actually, last Ryan's Report was when the Will Smith thing happened, and I was like, fuck, like, I have to, we have to address this big, I need like an assistant, like <laughs> someone has to come in and we, I need to work this out with someone. So that's why I was joined by Adam Papagan today, folks. Make sure you sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash culture dumps. Check out Adam's stuff at cool LA tours and his public access show on, on YouTube and all, all over the fucking place. Uh, rock and roll party. Uh, yeah. All- and, uh, Oh, actually my, uh, my band, Dr. Dennis just released a music video that we filmed secretly inside of universal studio. I saw that actually it's a really so- good song dude i was actually no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. V- v- very impressed you're singing right yeah mm-hmm. yeah crazy so you heard it here first folks this was our award awards show and uh you know follow us on instagram at culture dump send us suggestions or comments at culture at gmail.com and keep on dumping <laughs>